Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Screen Time Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Luke. And today, I'm very excited to be talking about <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. Uh, looking forward to... Parts of the franchise. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're doing this because of the new movie, which is coming out today, if you're listening to this the day that it's released. Uh, as we've done before, we're going to go over the six theatrically re- released movies that exist before the new animated one. Are, are these all theatrical releases? And like, yeah. Is there no other theatrical release, theatrical release movie? I'm pretty sure that Batman vs. the Ninja Turtles wasn't theatrically released. Okay. But that would be the only other one that would have been. Interesting. Because I was curious as to why just these movies we were doing. Have my answer. Cool. Yeah. We're going to talk about these six, then we're going to go watch the movie, there'll be a hopefully fun sound effect, and then we'll be back in this episode at the end to talk about our thoughts on the new movie. Correct. Which I'm very excited for, and I believe Absolutely. you are as well. I'm very, very excited for it. Now, uh, watching through these movies, the six before, this was your first time watching all of them, is that correct? Yeah. It was also my first time watching anything related to the... Well, not related, but any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle content, besides the Lego movie, but that doesn't count. Alright, so overall, before we get into each movie, yeah, what are your thoughts on <laughs> the IP of TMNT? I, I like the IP. <laughs> I like the char- some of the characters, meaning five of the characters, plus a couple villains. Yeah. Um... There's some good movies. That's true. I, okay, movies aside, the IP, I like the, the IP and just the the story of them and the whole idea of them. They're very fun superheroes. They are. Were you talking about the first one? Yes. Right, we're going to start with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie from 1990. Right. First live action one yes. with just incredible latex suits. <laughs> animatronic faces splinter looks disgusting as a rat <laughs> disgustingly beautiful i think you mean that's true yeah what are your thoughts on this one this one is amazing <laughs> i love it so much i when i first watched it um i only gave it three and a half stars and i felt bad about that so i bumped it up to four but i i, I just it was so fun it was an absolute blast and it wasn't so bad it was good but it was definitely like, oh yeah, this is aged. <laughs> aged beautifully, I yeah. might add. I had this as a DVD as a kid. If I had it on VHS, I probably would have watched it so many times that I would have actually worn <laughs> the tape out. I I just watched this countless times. Because it's such a blast, like you said. And part of it is, well, I guess that wasn't even then. But watching it now, those guys in the suits... The turtles, that's incredible how they pull that off, because <laughs> there's no way that those were light, and they're pulling off martial arts like, and not just like punches and like, oh, I'm gonna swing my sword. They're jumping, they're flipping, they're rolling around, and like many times they'll like jump and and kick with both feet at the same time and then land on their feet. Yeah, and I'm like, this is actually phenomenal that you're <laughs> pulling this off. Uh, something else about this movie. This is, and look, this is a bomb to start off with here, right? 
this is my favorite live action April O'Neil. It's actually my favorite April O'Neil in any of the movies. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd agree with that. <laughs> they recast her for two and three, and I, I'm not as invested in her. I think. No. Look, she could have more to do, but given this is the first one and the stuff that she does do, I think this is the best that they've done with her so far. I think she sucks in every other movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, she's not terrible in, in TMNT. Yeah, I, I guess not. The animated one. Um, <laughs> For the live action ones. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping and I, I'm hoping and anticipating that they actually do April's character pretty well. In the new movie. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Gosh, it'd be really frustrating if they do her dirty again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, one of my favorite jokes in these movies, specifically the first two, is uh, that after they pull off, you know, uh, a mission, if you will, that they, they love to celebrate with, with fancy words, you know, like, that was excellent, radical, tubular... But Donatello is completely incapable of finding a word that <laughs> that works that his brothers find excellent. Uh, like at the beginning of the first movie, he's like Casanova. They're like, "What? Bossa Nova?" And then one of the Toastmasters goes, "Excellent!" And then they keep going. <laughs> and it's a joke that just keeps going where Donatello, for the life of him, cannot find the right word. <laughs> oh, so good. This movie's also very funny. It's very funny. And I'll tell you what, there was a joke. Look, of the hundred, hundreds of times that I watched it as a kid, this joke went right over my head. Uh, it's when they go back into the lair after staying at the cabin for a little bit because they're going to take on the foot and go get Splinter. And and Casey Jones is like, what are, you, what are we talking about spending the night here? You know, I'm freaking out here. And they say, oh, we get it. You're claustrophobic. And Casey responds by saying, hey, punch you in the, in the mouth i've never even looked at another man before and i was like that joke went right over my head as a kid and then april has to be like no it means you're scared of enclosed spaces but and that part i understood because i knew what claustrophobic meant but i didn't realize that he thought that they were calling him gay <laughs> great joke <laughs> they're not gonna make it in the no, movie. no. aged <laughs> but, it's aged but for a 1990 <laughs> movie that's an excellent joke yeah Everything about this movie just screams 90s. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's incredible. What else worked for, for you in this movie? Or what didn't work? What didn't work? I was kind of on board with everything, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. Uh, one thing I liked about this compared to every other iteration that I've watched is Casey Jones isn't useless. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually, he's fun to watch. Yeah, we'll get to it later, but in in Out of the Shadows, he he's only a hockey guy, which, I don't know, what I like about him in this movie is he's walking around with a bag just full of different sports equipment, mm-hmm. and like, okay, he's going to take these guys out with a hockey stick, he's going to whack this guy with a golf club. And he's not going to knock Raphael into a garbage can with a cricket club. Yeah. I don't know what that's actually called, sorry, but... I like that he's got all these different things that he can use and does use and not just a hockey stick. Yeah. 
or a bent piece of metal that looks like a hockey stick. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get yeah, to we'll, it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh, something else about this movie. And it, it, it points to the age. It also points to the fact that no young people worked on this at all. Is the foot have, like, their... They're hiring all these, oh, yeah. all these teenagers, and you, you go to their their headquarters, and it's just kids smoking, and drinking, and gambling, and like maybe two of them are playing like arcade games. Yeah, but I'm like, you can tell this is like people who are like, oh, oh you, those kids today, like, like <laughs> juvenile delinquents, all of them, yeah. you know, given a chance, they're gonna smoke as much as they can. <laughs> I'm true. like. No, it's not true. <laughs> so good, but like, uh, did you did you notice that Sam Rockwell was in this movie? No, as who? He's one of the foot guys. He doesn't wear a ninja outfit, but he's the one that's introducing some new kids. Oh, really? And he's like, yeah, whatever you want to do, you do it. Sam Rockwell, head thug. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and they're like, you got any cigarettes? And he pulls out two massive boxes. <laughs> Uh, I love just a complete misunderstanding of yeah. what kids want to do. <laughs> True. I've seen that a lot in movies. Uh, I also love Shredder in this movie. In yeah. his big, bulky suit that barely moves. Yeah, Shredder in this movie. <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. The first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. It's incredible. I like him too. You know what I don't like him in so much? What? The second movie. When he somehow comes back from being crushed. Somehow crushed. Like, that man was dead. (laughs) You watch his head get squished, the garbage truck in the first one. And then in the dump, his hand just comes out. And he's not even, like, terribly disformed. He's just like, oh, the turtles beat me. Like, dude, you were dead. Yeah. Like... (laughs) Are we not going to talk about this? You, you say the, the first one is dated. I think the second one dates itself way harsher than oh, the first it's, one. It's a different. The first one's like, this is this is aged. I love it. It's charming. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is amazing. Like, like for example, the little puppeted splinter in the cage doing oh my martial goodness. arts. It's hilarious. But, but the second one is more of an age where it's like, yep. All right. What's his What's his name? Because they gained a, a new sidekick. Uh, oh yeah. Whose name is Kino? Yeah. The little pizza delivery boy. Uh, and in the credits, they make a a point that that he did all of his own stunts in this movie. And I'll tell you what, I could not give a crap. <laughs> I, I don't do care. <laughs> Maybe in a different movie, it'd be fine. But, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to watch Ninja Turtles. Let's go. Ninja Turtles. And the first fight scene starts with a kid that they're trying to make be the next short round. Like, doing spin kicks seven times in a row to take out a couple guys. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, get the turtles in here. I'm ready. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, it was... Not exciting. No. It was like in a... A Mossverse movie. Where a human comes on, you're like, okay, I want to see Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Go away. <laughs> yeah. I also don't like this actress for April. I, I don't... Maybe it's a director thing. Maybe they had trouble telling her what to do. Or 
she just didn't understand what was required of the character. Because she goes, the whole, especially in the second movie, she goes back and forth between her being like, gosh, these freaking turtles. I'm so, like, why did I talk to them in the first place? Like, I hate my life. (laughs) And then someone will say something stupid and then she'll laugh, like, really dorky. Yeah. And that's, that's her character the whole movie. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I think the second movie, just as a whole, is one of those sequels where it's like, the first one, oh yeah, it was great. So obviously we're going to make another one. <clears throat> yeah. And it's just it's it's just nothing. It's like they don't really do much differently. Like or much better, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just it's just it's so much less as a sequel. It's a lot of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it takes them like almost halfway through the movie for them to be like, "Oh, cool, we have a new a new place to live, like a new headquarters. And I'm like, that's the only thing that's happened so far. Yeah. Like, we know the Charter's back. Out of the secret of the ooze. Do we learn what the secret is? I, no. I don't think no. so. <laughs> well, and then, this movie almost gets exciting, where Shredder says, because we need two animals, we're going to mutate them with the ooze, and they're going to be our opponents against the Ninja Turtles. And anyone who knows Ninja Turtles was like, Awesome. They're going to do Bebop and Rock City. The iconic Ninja Turtle villains. Nope. What do they use? Like a, a wolf and a bird or something? I don't know what the thing was. Like It was like, it, was, it looked like a snapping turtle. But I don't know yeah, what it is. I'm looking at it. I, I don't know what it I is. I couldn't tell yet. <laughs> it's not exciting. No. They don't really do anything. They also look so bad. That is also true. The, the the wolf one looks worse. I'll be honest. Yeah. And then what Shredder takes the ooze, right? To become Super Shredder. Oh, yeah. For five minutes. Yeah. Under the and, bridge or whatever. Yeah. And then in probably the funniest scene in this movie, he ends up in front of a speaker and the turtles are like, oh, we got this. And they turn up the volume on the speaker and they Marty McFly him across the entire room. <laughs> into a yeah. wall and that's how he dies he's done <laughs> <laughs> that's it and I was like there's no way <laughs> generally I don't care for this one but the best part hands down is the fact that they end up in a venue where Vanilla Ice is performing and on the spot he decides to come up with a ninja rap oh yeah yeah that was the end of the movie or near the end of the movie near, yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible. Okay, that scene is great. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that man. song is the best. It is. Um, it might be the only good thing to come from this movie. Probably. Here's something I'll say about all of these movies. Like, I mean, like these three, the yeah. live action suit ones, is. Every time they're like, you know, we're masters of... Actually, all of the Ninja Turtles. What am I talking about? We're the master of stealth. They just are the most obvious and loud. Like, was the one where, like, all, all the ninjas... Like, I think it was I think it was the first one. Where the Foot Clan, like, broke into the house or whatever. Yeah. April's, yeah, April's apartment. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're, they're ninjas. No one ever sees them coming. And they just... They smash through the windows. <laughs> and then they just burn the place down. Yeah. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> And then every time 
there's like a fight scene. It's like you guys, none of you are ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> so cute. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I love it. See, I loved that about the first one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't love it in the second one. Another thing that's, and this is just a, a thing of the times that just didn't age well, but you can't entirely blame them. Is you can tell when they made this movie that people still didn't know how computers work. Yeah. Because they go to, like, farm, like, oh, is there any ooze left? And they're going through the computer, and just everything that they're doing, it's like, that's not actually how computers work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I do. It's like watching the first Mission Impossible movie with, with the emails and the computer stuff on there. Oh, yeah. And the email, like, turns into a paper airplane and flies <laughs> yeah. into a pixel, and you're like, that's what? not what happened. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing else for this. The second yeah, one, it's, it's, it's it. really boring. It's just, just nothing. But you know what's good about the third one? At least they decided to bring Casey Jones back. For him to do absolutely nothing. Absolute squilch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Useless. But but don't, don't worry, because the actor that plays Casey Jones is also back in time in Japan, so he's going to do stuff in the past. No, he's not. Except he does nothing. <laughs> It's like, how would you have him play two characters? And the most exciting thing he does is say, wait, you can't kill him. She's too pretty. That's that's the highlight of, of his character <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. Don't worry, this movie's not racist. No. No, no. Of course not. <laughs> Look, uh, as a concept, I don't hate this movie. As a concept, I love it. The fact for that, for a so bad it's good movie, like even like they're mutant turtles from an ooze. Like the fact that a mystical staff could take them back to feudal Japan, that's not that big of a loop, right? <laughs> no. Where this is Indiana Jones, where it's like I'm having to push myself to to believe in time travel here. It's like, oh yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they yeah. have time travel? What's silly about the time travel? Is they, they make too many rules. <laughs> is they say that for every individual that goes back in time, uh, that someone has to come back and they have to weigh exactly yeah. the same. And I'm like, you're telling me you weigh the same as April O'Neil? <laughs> nah. Look, or the fact that they're giant turtles. Giant, yeah, giant <laughs> and turtles. they just happen to weigh the same as four regular dudes in Japan. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Also, look, April's doing different things in this movie, uh, but I still don't like it. She goes back to Japan and just yells at people. She's like, hey, what are you doing? Get away from me. I'm like, are you not phased at all by the fact that you just traveled through time? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, yeah. (laughs) I don't love this movie, which is, which is very sad because I was, thought it would be better. Here's the best moment that I had watching this movie is there's a the leader of the Japanese army. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I went, no way. And I had to look it up just to double check. And lo and behold, he's the guy in Old Dogs that Robin Williams and John Travolta are trying to impress and, and get into business with. <laughs> Old Dogs. That was a good movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> I've, I've I better watch it. that in a while. <laughs> it's a better movie than Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> Most movies are better. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> here's what's strange about 
this sequence of movies is one, two, three. This the Ninja Turtles look worse. <laughs> Everything about them it just almost, gets worse. And by the third one, it looks like they over engineered the masks. Like they tried to do too much. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like they tried to give them teeth and a tongue. And then by the time their mouths are moving when they're speaking, there's too many parts moving that it definitely doesn't line up. Mm-hmm. Like, watching the first one, look, the the words don't line up with the mouths. That's okay. But there's enough of an open close while they're speaking that you can accept it. Yeah. By the time you get to the third one, you might as well just like have them wearing mask over their mouths because <laughs> it's not going to work. No. The, yeah. I also, and I'm glad they mentioned this, but when it comes time, you know, they've done everything they're going to do in Japan. Okay, it's time for you guys to go home. And too many of them are like, no, we want to stay here. And my first thought was, if you stay here, that means that there's people from feudal Japan that are stuck in the future. Mm -hmm. And it takes them like 15 minutes to be like, guys, wait, if we don't go back, that they won't come back here. And I'm like, yeah, that was the first thing I thought of. You know, yeah, it was cool that they accept you as turtles and you were having fun in the village. But, like, you're going to ruin five people's lives if you don't go back. Well, they, they found the casino. Or arcade or whatever it yeah, was. It was they yeah, they were having fun. They discovered hockey, which is just punching each other. Yep. Oh, this is a... It's... It's not a pet peeve, but it's something that I find mildly amusing, but also very strange that happens in a lot of movies when when people from a different country get transported through time to a different country, or mm-hmm. like a Nike Museum situation. What happens is like these are the this is the King's Guard, right? Mm-hmm. They they're very good at what they do. Get transported through time and they instantly become like cavemen idiots. They're like, oh, Oh, it's like you speak English too, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, oh, oh. and that's their dialogue. <laughs> oh, hockey, hockey, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, like like I said, this movie isn't racist, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's even like it's a yeah, it's racist, but it's also just like you're not thinking about this. Yeah, like you and you made a point of of making. Like, you say, like, oh, it makes sense that these guys can speak English because the British would be training with them at this point, you idiot. And then you have them just, like, completely idiots. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. That's how it goes. You know? Logic. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what was logical is that they didn't make a live-action sequel to, to this movie. Yeah. Which is good. That was good. I don't have anything else to say, do you? Right, that, that's it. All right, moving on to TMNT which came out at an interesting point in time because Hollywood is trying something. Uh, The Incredible Hulk is another great example of this, called a requel. A reboot slash sequel. Mm -hmm. The Incredible Hulk. They had done the Eric Bannon Hulk movie five years before. And that movie, like, is kind of a prequel to The Incredible Hulk. You have to ignore some things. Mm -hmm. But, But then you can kind of just go from there as it kind of reboots it. Same thing for this movie. This is this is more of a, a sequel than Incredible Hulk is, though. Yes. Because and the biggest 
thing I think that makes it a sequel is the end of the movie when Splinter is yeah. looking at yeah. the shelves and you see like the mask from Feudal Japan, which they didn't take back with them, by the way. So they were so inspired by their time there that they went and tracked down these masks, <laughs> which I think is funny. <clears throat> I want to say the animation in this movie, that's dated. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the movements are very, very choppy, you know. You can yeah. tell this is an old animated movie. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, I think this is actually pretty great. I, I also agree. <laughs> I really like this movie. I I, I don't I don't mind the dated animation because it's from 2007. So yeah. I'm like, oh, it's it's not as good as today's animation. I'm like, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. It was. I, I have one moment that I'll come back to in a minute that I think is actually pretty bad but for the most part like i like the designs of the turtles oh i think their designs are awesome i think like i they had they had the foot back but they kept shredder dead good move mm-hmm. you know we well, don't we well don't... well <laughs> kind of dead yeah <laughs> you know i like i like splinter in this one i like like casey and april are like kind of a couple and they're trying to figure it out i like that they have stuff to do in this movie <laughs> yeah that's a that's a big thing uh, and again, like talking about like how time travel is not that big of a, a jump, the fact that there's a guy who's three thousand years old who's collecting statues to unlock to collect monsters so we can end his immortality, that totally. I, I'm like absolutely, of course, <laughs> right. This makes Obviously. perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the voices, the voice cast is incredible. <laughs> yeah. And, and look, this is. Pre Captain America, Chris Evans as Casey Jones, but he also wasn't nobody. Like people knew who Chris Evans was before he was throwing a shield around, and uh, it's cool that they got him. Patrick Stewart <laughs> as as Winters. Yep, it works. Lawrence Fishburne as the narrator. <laughs> I also love how high in the credits Kevin Smith is credited for being the diner chef. I see that. For like his two <laughs> lines, which is, don't kill me, I have a family. And I was like, wow, you, you did not say almost anything. And yet you're like the third credited <laughs> when the movie ends. That was funny. That was. Uh, uh, what was his name? James Arnold Taylor. Yeah. As Leonardo. That was fun. I was like, Obi-Wan? Is yeah. that you? Great. I also love how when we first see Leonardo... Or not Percy, I guess, but he's talking with April, and it like does a it labels his name like Leo or Leonardo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the next line of dialogue is her saying his name. <laughs> it's like wow, thanks. Just in case you missed that, <laughs> this is his name. Yeah. But they don't do they do it for the other turtles? I didn't. See, I didn't. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. When they're sitting oh, around the fire that. and catching up on what they're doing. Oh, okay. Which is another cool thing about this movie is. Like, I, I enjoy where, what the turtles are doing. You know, this isn't, we're stuck in the sewer, you know, just waiting for the next mission. But they're all doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether the other ones know about it or not is, varies. Mm-hmm. But I like that Mikey is such a goofball that he's decided that he's just going to go do birthday parties. As himself with a, with a foam turtle head. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Donatello being like IT support. Yeah, obviously yeah. that's what he would do if <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense. And Raphael being a vigilante in the night also checks out. You know, Leonardo being on a on a, like a a mission to become a better leader. Yeah, Splinter would do that. Yeah, everything about where they are. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I love this movie. It's it's, it works. it's pretty good. I yeah, I I really like the the dynamic between the turtles, and like you said, they're they're each doing their individual things that makes sense, but they also work. Like, their characters work well as a group together. Yeah. yeah. I also think this is the movie that does... Raph is a grumpy brother and wants to leave the best. Mm-hmm. And especially because Leo was gone and, and, like, all of them admit that that was, like, we didn't like that. And even when Leo comes back, he's like, I wish that it was actually better for me because I still feel like I'm not a great leader. Mm-hmm. And it takes... Raph beating the piss out of his brother and then real and then that leading to something bad for Raph to go oh man I messed up yeah and I've been a jerk this whole time and actually this is my fault yeah which that whole stuff with Raph as like the vigilante yeah I, I loved all that yeah here's the scene that I don't like oh I'm interested it's when Raph goes to the diner to capture the monster mm mm-hmm it's just Raphael as as soon as he walks into that back room loses all competence at anything I think the animation is particularly rough (laughs) in that (laughs) sequence I don't like the way that that little monster looks I don't like how much abuse he takes and is unfazed it's just oh and it's that's the guy you're talking about yep that little sucker oh yeah okay (laughs) Uh, it's also in the background, they're playing just the worst cover of Black Betty. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that. It does like it sounds terrible, and it's just like Ralph getting thrown around this room <laughs> by like a gremlin. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, ah, this is not working for me right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. And as soon as they walk out, and and it gets to the Leo stuff, perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm back in. Yeah, but it's just that that three minutes there. <laughs> Where they're dealing with that, and I'm like, uh, I didn't, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the stuff with him, uh, with Leo, Raph and Leo together. Yeah. That was great. I think that's probably the best that the animation was in the movie as well. That's true, probably. Yeah. Probably just the the way the rain looked, made it look better than it used to. Yeah. Yeah. But I what I enjoyed particularly in this movie is when they go to Winter's building uh, and who's oh I think Casey's wearing the turtle head and distracting the head foot lady and you watch them sneak over the fence you're like oh they're gonna be stealthy and sneak in there and it cuts back to Winter's or whatever and it cuts back and they're in the courtyard and they're all just swinging broad (laughs) strokes because there's the all the foot is there fighting them. I'm like, at what point did you get caught? Or did you not... As soon as you jumped over the fence, you were like, here we are. Because it's just a brawl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fighting's pretty fun in this movie. It is. 
That's the I'm deepest insight we've had. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's pretty good. Pretty fun. I, uh, I, I like that Splinter gets involved with the fight at the end. Because, you know, especially if he's training them. Some of my things lack. Like in the first three, and this is probably a limit of what they had there, but he just sits there mm-hmm. and talks to them. But I like the idea that he's actually competent and capable of fighting yeah. and like oh yeah like he's he knows what he's doing that's why he could train them to do this as well and now there's a similar thing in the next two movies but i don't think they do it as well i agree yeah <laughs> shall we move on to the I next think two we're movies? Ready to move on <laughs> all right teenage mutant ninja turtles from 2014 the Bay Turtles, but not Michael but Bay not. directed, but definitely he was it, it, side by side with the director and being like, oh, don't worry, I'm just a producer. But yeah. if you don't do this, I mean, you're fired. Yeah. Because, <laughs> man, these movies feel like Transformers. At least the first one does. Yeah, the the <laughs> version of Splinter does not help with that at all. <laughs> or it does, it definitely does help. That yeah. it feels like Transformers. It doesn't give them their own identity very well. No. Uh, here's what I think that these two movies do really well. Is I really like that they emphasize like the mutant part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They look gross. And I think that was really well done. Like they're mutated turtles. And really in the previous ones they're maybe a little too clean for being mutated turtles i like the i like the design of the turtles in these two i like them in the previous four as well but i i liked the different take and i also like that they have like like leonardo has like sticks mm-hmm. as a vest type of thing going on they, they have looks that make them each look distinct amongst each other yeah and i like that Raphael's so that you can tell bandana goes over the top of his head as well instead of just around his eyes and behind his head yeah Stuff like that. I think that they really did a good job on that. I think Splinter looks awful. He looks so bad. <laughs> and part, I do not like that design. Like, if it was just that he looked gross, I'd get over it. But he looks rat. too fake. Yeah. Like, he looks CG. Yeah. The Turtles, I think you can pretty well buy their existence. And it's like, you know they're CG, but you don't, you're not feeling the CG yeah. as much. But Splinter's on the scene, you're like, this is weird. This is fake. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. He's also a, too much of a jerk in these movies. Like, when they come back from their first mission in the, fir- in the first one here, they're like, we have to be quiet, because if Splinter finds out we left, we're going to get in trouble, and we'll have to, like, endure physical pain for an extended period of time, which they do. Yep. And I'm like, that... Splinter, what are you doing? That's never what I've understood Splinter to be or anything that he would do. Yeah, he gets upset when they break the rules and stuff. But he also says, all right, you made a mistake. Do better next time. And they respect him enough that they're going to try and do better next time, even if they don't. Yeah. I also like every other version of Splinter better than this one. Like, specifically his story. Because what was the original story was he was like a dude... Who got turned into a rat? I think that's what it was, because like it was like him and Shredder were like 
had some relation to each other. I don't I don't mean like blood relation, but like yeah. they knew each other. They knew each other, and that was where that conflict came in from. Is whatever happened there, and then Splinter got turned into a rat and all this stuff. Uh, but in the the ones with suits, Splinter was a little rat that was watching his master train and yeah. mimicked his moves, which is beautiful. And the fact that Shredder is so upset with this rat because he scratched his face <laughs> is just perfect. Yeah. But but this one is like he found he just he okay he, there was the mutated stuff right where there was all the like it was the, it was Shredder and what was his name. Sax? Yeah. Sax. Right? Right? That, like, we're doing tests on turtles and a rat. Yeah. And then they were injecting them with stuff, and that's how they mutated. And Splinter, in in the sewers, happened to find a book on the ancient art of ninjutsu. (laughs) So he taught himself it, and then magically found all this gear and weapons, and then taught the turtles. I'm like, I hate that. (laughs) The thing about that, too, is... If they were in the lab at the same time and got injected with the same stuff, then Splinter has no reason to be so that much, much older. older than the Turtles. Yeah. They should be about the same age. If anything, look, maybe I'm way off here, but I'm pretty sure Turtles live way longer than rats. So they would be older yeah. than him. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you are correct. <laughs> I'm, this is just one of those... Especially in the second one, Splinter ages so much more. In like, one year. It, and they don't age at all. It's like, what's happening here? Although, although I guess maybe that makes sense. Then, well, no, because turtles live longer, so they're like a Grogu situation where they're like fifty, but they're still a baby. Whereas, like Mando, he's like fifty, but he's like aged fifty actual years, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, it, look, it's dumb anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like him finding a book on the art of ninjutsu in the sewer. It's like, what? Who threw that out? He's like, oh, also, oh, also, he, he reads speaks it. English, but he's like, oh, this is Japanese. Obviously, I know Japanese. He's like, just, what? <laughs> he just looked at the pictures and put it together. <laughs> That's true. There were pictures. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, let's get into it. April O'Neil, Megan Sucks. Fox. I hate Megan Fox so much. I'm sorry. And look, with Michael Bay as a producer, this is definitely, like, the next step in the relationship after, you know, they made Transformers 2, they fought, went their separate ways, did Transformers 3, then she came back and went, okay, I'm ready to work with you again. And this is what happened. And it's nothing, man. I mean, she's also nothing in the Transformers movies. Because she sucks. She's, she's a bad actress. She's more in the Transformers movies than she is in Ninja... She does nothing in Ninja Turtles, except... Oh, maybe the character does less, Stel- but like Stelfi- Megan Fox still gives a terrible performance, and every every line of dialogue she delivers, I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> Go away. I, I I don't mean to like you know like your performance. I'm talking. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be mean or anything here, <laughs> and I realize that it's getting away from me a bit. But like, I just there, there are actors. I'm like, I don't know anything about about your personality or whatever. I'm not I'm not saying you're a terrible person, although I've, I've heard things, but. But, but I'm just saying, I don't think you're a good actress. And I'm sorry. They also, and this isn't both of them, they sexualize the dickens out of her. Any chance Well, they yeah, can... it's Michael Bay and Megan Fox, obviously. Have you seen Transformers? I have. <laughs> but 
look, as much as you would expect kids to go and see Transformers, I feel like you would expect oh, the, oh more yeah, kids way more kids to go to Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. And just every time she bends over, you just the camera has to look, and it's like, dial it back, dude. <laughs> this is too weird. Yeah, the end credit scene in the first one. That's kind of funny though. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. But it's funny. I think it's just stupid, but that's it. I think Vern is okay at moments. Will Arnett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's better than in the first one than he is in the second one. Uh, yeah, he's not very good in the second <laughs> one. Although, the, I do, we'll get to the moment I like him. <laughs> um, I don't like the look of the foot in these movies. No. I don't. I don't need... The the full ninja suit with the red eyes. But give me something, please. They look like standard mercenaries. Yeah. You could put that outfit design in the beginning of Batman vs. Superman for those mercenaries. Yeah. And nothing would change. Exactly. It's like, ah, oh, come on, guys. Put in just a little bit of effort, please. You're frustrating me. Yeah. I I like the... This the, the the snow scene. I don't know what to say. The whole stuff. They, from, they go the to hill. the base and then they leave the base. I think it's pretty fun. Even it's though after they get injected with an overdose of adrenaline. Yes, that's gonna explode their yes. hearts. Yes, that's it. But when Raphael's like, "I have a cracked shell," he's like, "Tape it up." And Dottel's like, "I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go do something for once." And he flips the van. And then Raphael, with no tape on his shell, <laughs> proceeds to launch himself shell first <laughs> into a military SUV. That's that's not good, man. Yeah, that's not good. I will. I will say this. I think most of the Turtles movies, I, I have a, di- a different favorite turtle for each movie, because like for the originals, I'd probably say I like Michelangelo the best. Turners. Uh, for the animated one, I, I Leo was my favorite, and then for this one, I'm like Raph is probably my favorite out of all of them. It's weird how that works. Donatello is never on the top. I'm sorry. We'll see how this next one goes. Maybe, maybe it's your time, Donnie. Maybe. Um. The end fight is okay, but I, I really, I really, really enjoy the moment in the elevator before the final fight. What's the best moment of the movie? Whoever's idea that was, incredible. Just perfect. And I, I love, like, how it progresses. Like, obviously Mikey's going to start. But there's, like, there was just a throwaway line about, like, Raph, like, I'm going to leave. And Mike's like, well, what about our hip-hop Christmas album? And so that line makes sense that Raphael's the next one to start beatboxing. And then Donatello adds his little gadgets because he's only be left out. And then Leo's like, okay, maybe this is kind of cool. And he starts banging the swords together. Yeah. Great moment. D- yeah, great. Best moment. Uh, th- look, this is actually all these movies. I just wish that there was a good use of Cowabunga. You know? <laughs> yeah. Raph gives a half-decent one after he, he pummels Shredder. I, I liked that one. And maybe if that was the only one, it'd be nicer. But five minutes before, he's like, Mike, you know the word that I always hate that you used to say? You can say it now. Like, Cowabunga, and then they just get 
dusted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a cowabunga in the trailer for the new one. So it gives me hope. I want, I want, I want so many cowabungas. (laughs) You know, just every time we're going to do something, throw one out there. Yeah. I've got nothing else to say about the first one. So let's come on to Out of the Shadows. Casey Jones. It feels so weird. I can't not think of Arrow. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) I wonder if you hadn't seen Arrow, if it wouldn't feel so strange. I don't know. But it is also, like, it does feel like he's really pushing that kind of funny side of himself. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it feels so strange. Yeah. For sure. It's just, it's weird. I think Casey Jones just as a whole. Well, he doesn't do anything in this movie. <laughs> no, he, he, he plays hockey on, on roller skates he stole in a... And a, a bent metal bar. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. he gets Bebop and Rock City in the container, and he throws a grenade in there. Remember that? Yeah, okay, yeah. That's true. It's like, you're lucky that those guys could survive that. If you had just <laughs> murdered two people, you're not becoming a detective, man. Well, that's, the thing about these movies is some they do something, and someone's like, they're dead. And then they're just like, let's go! I'm like, no. No, they're dead. <laughs> uh... Look, to praise this movie, they went all out with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Where they were, it felt like they were trying to reinvent and do their own thing in the previous one. This one they were like, okay, we're doing Ninja Turtles, we're doing it. We're doing Bebop and Rock City, we're doing the garbage truck, we're doing Krang, we're, we're, going, we're taking everything and throwing it on the wall to see what sticks. And some of it is pretty good, and some of it is Megan Fox. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. They're stupid, but I do enjoy Bebop and Rock City a lot in this movie. And I can't believe it took them six to put them in a movie. They're in the next one, mm-hmm. which sure. I'm excited. I wouldn't, I, they're not, I don't think they're going to be the main mutants because obviously Ice Cube and Superfly will be the, the head honcho there. But <laughs> if there's just a little line of like, I'm a little piggy, a little throwback to that, I wouldn't mind it. Mm hmm. Uh, it is strange, though, that they barely interact with the turtles. Like, there's only really one fight scene. Like, yeah. Just the one in Brazil. I think that's the only time they fight. Is that true? I don't remember. Maybe. I think it's the only time they interact. Which is weird. Krang okay. does feel thrown into this movie. It was almost like they had a movie and they're like, ah, we need bigger stakes. And like threw him in in post. Mm-hmm. Because he shows up when they teleport Splinter, the recast Splinter. Oh, which yes. Which is hilarious. <laughs> and then he shows up at the end to build this Technodome. And it's like, we, you know, we could use a little bit more in the meantime. Yeah. Uh, my favorite moment with uh, Will Arnett in this movie is when they send him to go find the secondary security footage and he finds the camera and he pulls it off the wall and there's the electrical cord and he pulls it and the cord goes all the way around the room and then beside where it just was to the access box that was just below for two reasons one he was so stupid that he didn't bother to check the access box that was directly below the camera and two 
it's like hot rod, stupid, funny, but it's just that that perfect line where it's like this is stupid enough but funny enough that it works just for me. That he had to pull the wire all the way around the room, mm-hmm. uh, and that's about the only thing I like about Will and Ant in this movie. <laughs> yeah, is that all you have to say about this movie? I don't know. Maybe. Do you want me to talk about it now? You can. I really, really do not like this movie. I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It it felt to me, and also I re- I, I I hated every second that Bebop and Rocksteady were on the screen. They they were so annoying, and I was honestly just counting down the minutes till this movie ended. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want I don't want to be so harsh, but at the same time, I I just I I just nothing that they did worked for me, and I, I don't know, Krang. That's his name, Krang? Yeah. He was just such a bad villain. He was just like, ah, I'm evil. I take over the planet. Oh, I'll be back, turtles. Oh, my gosh. I don't like this. Yeah. It, and, and, and here's the thing. Is is they, they go full into the campiness of Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Which I think is what you should do, right? Because they very much depart from the first movie. But... I just didn't like any of it. <laughs> Did you like the garbage truck? I liked that they were doing the garbage truck, or that they're like, let's do it. But, like, I don't know. I just I wouldn't say that I liked it in the movie. I didn't... Like I, the, the garbage truck wasn't what I didn't like about this movie. <laughs> you know, like them shooting manhole covers? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, like, where do they get those? They're just manholes without covers? People are going to fall. That's dangerous. Maybe they're from the sewers. There's just manhole covers in the sewers? Maybe. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't work for me. You know what it felt like? And I, I hate to compare it to this because... I'm scared. <laughs> it's, it's There's another series with two movies. But I don't want to compare it because the first one from that series is way better than the first one in this series. And the second one from that series... Is probably way worse than the one from this series, but it's Pacific Rim, right? <laughs> Where it's like you got the first one and you, you got this this style, right? And that's how they set up. That's what this movie is. And then they go to make another one because like, well, that one did amazing, so obviously we're gonna do another one, right? So they do another one and they're like, let's go with some big action scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like, put all that in. Let's put more jokes. Let's do this. And then the movie's just. The story just is like, wow, this kind of actually sucks. There's a big sloppy brain in both of them, too. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You did compare it to the Pacific Rim when you watching it. <laughs> yeah. But that's just how I felt about it. And I was sad that that's how I felt about it. Because I really wanted to like it. And it's not that I don't like campiness in a movie. Because Chanel Schmann is like one of my favorite movies. But I just think there, there wasn't much intention behind how they did this movie. Whereas like... If someone, I don't know, I'm going to stop talking about Ono now. Anyway, back to Turtles. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was kind of like, it it felt shallow to me. And I was just not interested in the movie. Hey man, I accept that. But I'm sorry, because I didn't want to be so negative about it. Hey, it's okay. Do you have anything else you want to say? <laughs> that's, about? that's about it for this movie. Alright, I have a piece of trivia that I don't know if you know. Uh, that I want to. We're just going to 
Swing back to TMNT for a second. Uh, are you aware who did the the music for that movie? Oh, I, I might have seen it in the credits, but I can't remember. His name is Klaus Bedelt. Okay, Do you know what else he did? No. Pirates of the Caribbean. The oh, Curse that of the guy! Black Pearl. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. At one point in the movie, I was like, this soundtrack is kind of hitting me. It is, this it's is bumping. Good. And I was like, what else has he done? And I was like, the first Pirates movie. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I didn't realize that. He also did Catwoman, but, you know. I don't know. Don't talk about Forgive it. (laughs) You know, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Look, I'd say we could do predictions for the next movie, but I don't feel there's nothing really to predict. There's going to be turtles, and they're going to... There's going to be mutant mayhem as well. Yeah. Lots of mayhem of the mutants. I expect to like this one quite a bit. I hope so. I look, and maybe it's dangerous, but this may be my favorite one. It's going to have to be really, really good to beat the first one because I don't think the first one is really, 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 really good. (laughs) I just think it's awesome and so fun that I'm like, I don't know if it'll be able to be my favorite because of how much I love that first one. Is, uh, the thing for me is that first trailer with just kind of the the chill vibes music of it all, and also the fact that they're actually played by kids. Yeah, that's for especially the, the thing from the Bay ones. They're like, "Wow, you are all like <laughs> 40. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, there's a lot of potential here, and look, they could absolutely drop the ball. I don't think they will though. I also think the animation looks incredible. Yes, it does. Um, but. I think we're just going to talk about it when we come back after seeing it. You go with that? Amazing with that. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Let's go to the movies. Kawabunga. And we're back. We sure are. Now, we've both seen the movie at this point, but we saw it separately. Yeah. I saw it two days ago, and you saw it, like, 20 minutes ago. It ended. Yeah. A bit ago. Yep. Let's start. You know what? Let's just get right... Spoiler-free, to start off, because it's... New. The movie comes out today. That's true. So, what are your, what are your generic, spoiler-free thoughts? It is amazing. I agree. <laughs> it is very funny. There's... This is one of the only times where... A movie's been chock full of pop culture references <laughs> that are hilarious. So, I loved it. I'm trying to see... I'll, I'll mention it. That what's different from every other Turtles movie is... Each turtle is, like, as big of a character as the next. And they all get their moments. Yeah. Which is which doesn't happen in the other ones. It feels like they always, like, highlight one or two more than the others. Yeah. I, I would agree yeah. with that. I thought that this movie, it it pulls on a lot of things that have been done previously, mm-hmm. but I think everything that they do that's been done before, they do it better. Yes, agreed. And we'll we'll definitely get into that when we get into spoilers. But it just felt like a lot of fun. Yeah. And an element of this was definitely the fact that they that they cast kids as the turtles. Mm-hmm. 
but it was nice that they actually felt like teenagers this time. Oh yeah, for sure. And and kind of their hopes and desires as teenagers, I think, really worked as like a a driving motivation. Yeah. For this film. Definitely. Yeah. And Splinter was great. I it was just what to say. I really <laughs> liked Splinter. Splinter was awesome. They, I mean, it was they, Jackie Chan. Like it was gonna be awesome. I I think Splinter is probably the most unique you know in that compared to the versions we've seen before oh yeah you haven't seen Splinter like this before no and I I thought that that was a lot of fun definitely yeah and then I really enjoyed the way that he was used uh how did you feel about the music and the songs I really liked I think most of the songs mm-hmm. I'd say there were songs where I, I didn't I didn't hate anything about the music I'll, I'll say that mm-hmm there were songs that were better than the others. Talking about specifically like the soundtrack, like yeah. licensed music. Some were better than others. Yeah. But none of them were bad, I think. Uh, the score was very, very good. I agree as well. Although, what what hap- whatever happened to like having a, a distinct, awesome superhero theme for superhero movies, right? Yeah. I, that's, that's what I wanted, but we didn't get that. But it's okay, because the score was still good. There's lots of emotional music, and it was it was beautiful. Yeah, and I think it worked really well in each scene that it was present. Yep. And there's lots of music in this movie. And again, I think that that fits well with having them as kids, especially with the licensed music. It's like, yeah, you like we're older than teenagers, and we put like songs on all the time when we're working, when we're driving places, doing yeah. chores, throw on some music, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it was great. Look, animation. The animation was so great. I love how off everything looks. Right? Like, you look at, like, a, like, like traffic like, lights. Yeah. And none of them are, like, actual circles. They're yeah. kind of, like, misshapen. Yeah. Or, like, the, 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 the vehicles, like, one side is yeah. taller than the other. Yeah. And people's faces are all, like, amazing. Especially one character right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. His face is just disgusting <laughs> it's amazing yeah uh all right little, you know this will make some people angry i'm sure but uh you know what we're angry that this is just going to be compared time and time again to to spider-verse i don't think it will be anymore oh you don't think so watching the trailer i'm like i see where people are coming from because they don't really they show like look at it, it's awesome animation right and very artistic and a lower frame rate than other animation animated movies have been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where people were coming from with that. But now watching the movie, I don't understand how anyone would be like, "Oh, this looks like Spider-Verse still." Cuz of how off everything was, especially like characters' faces. There's yeah. no way you can look at a character from Spider-Verse, like a human character from Spider-Verse and a human character from this movie and be like, "Oh, it's the same animation." I appreciate your optimism. But I'm going to raise you a fact that people still compare Puss in Boots to that animation to Spider-Verse. But people have to be better than this. I know. I know. I just don't think that they will be. And uh-huh. I look, they deserve to be in different discussions. And look, they're both beautifully animated. And there's very clearly a vision. And that's... It's just beautiful, this yeah. movie. Oh, absolutely. And you mentioned, like, the frame rate thing. What I thought was cool was there's a lot of subtle things where, like, 
like smoke in the sky will move mm-hmm. at, at like a slower frame rate than like the characters walking yeah like in focus and i was like that's that is pretty neat and i i enjoy that and okay and spider-verse feels like a comic right with this animation it's got all yeah. the, the dots and everything giving off shading effects and whatnot yeah. and this one feels like like someone's drawing like with mm-hmm. markers you know or or paint like you see like brush strokes and stuff and like for like lighting effects or like an explosion you see like, like li- literally just scribbles that yeah. someone would do with like uh, a sharpie or something it was awesome i think the the story's actually <laughs> kind of spoilerful so we won't look very basically love the story yeah it was great but I think we're going to wrap up spoilers here, unless you have any other spoiler-free thing to say. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think All we right. should go into spoilers. Uh, really great movie. You really should go see it. Yeah. If, you, if you've if you loved everything Ninja Turtles before, you're going to love this. Absolutely. If you're like, oh, I, I, I would just, they were fine, those before, but I need something more, this is your movie. Yeah. Or if you haven't seen any Ninja Turtles... Perfect way to start with it. Yeah. Yeah, all right. If this was my introduction to the franchise, I would have been like, this franchise is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. But it wasn't, so I think it's fine with some great movies. But, yeah, definitely watch it. All right, and uh, now we're going to hop into spoilers here, so this is your last chance to pause or close the podcast and not listen. Uh, One of the jokes I thought was really funny was... Splinter explaining how the ooze transformed them all. Yeah. And he had to explain, he's like, well, because I was an older rat, and you guys were baby <laughs> turtles, I became much older than you guys, and it makes sense, and don't think about it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that is pretty funny, especially given that yeah. <laughs> earlier in this podcast, I'm like, it, it makes no sense why he's older than yeah. they are. Like, I'm an older rat, so the ooze made me <laughs> older, but you guys were baby so you, you you stayed as a baby. It makes perfect sense when you think about it, right? It's like, oh my goodness. Amazing. That was a great joke, and I really appreciate it. It was. I want to talk about Splinter. Can, can we talk about some spoilers for Splinter? Yeah. Because we're already on Splinter? All right. When they announced that it was Jackie Chan, it was like perfect casting, right? Yeah. However, and this isn't, you know, but like, he is from, like, he's Chinese, right? You know? Yeah. And that's... Not him making a fake accent like other Hollywood movies do. That's yeah. just him speaking English. Um, so so the thing is, like, Splinter's a Japanese character, right? Yeah. So the only thing I was like, that might feel a little weird, having them have this this Chinese man play, play a Japanese character. It's, like, a little iffy. But they don't make him Japanese. Yeah. And I was like, nice. And I, it doesn't feel like they were like they changed the story because they cast Jackie Chan either. It just feels like everything just worked out yeah. in the most perfect way possible. But and I love that Splinter is not a dude, you know, a Japanese man that was turned into a rat. Yeah. Or not a rat that was training in the art of ninja too, which yeah. was perfect in its own movie, I was just saying. Yeah. But he he was just a rat, you know? And Later, when he was trying to defend himself from humans, he was like, I should probably start, you know, learning how to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, become a human weapon and whatnot. So it was, 
I thought it was really fun that way. Yeah. I also think that it was interesting that they showed that he had tried bringing the turtles to the surface before mm-hmm. and how badly that went and that's why they stay in the shadows. Yeah. Where that's not something that they've done before in the movies. It's just like we're ninjas, we're monsters, we, we stay hidden, that's just what we do. Yeah. And this one's like, no, like there's a reason for it. Yeah. And I think even, you know, the way that the turtles hang out on the rooftops and stuff, mm-hmm. watching Ferris Bueller, you know, in movie in the park type of thing, and uh, just like goofing around. Yeah. It's like, they're up there, no one's going to see us. But you also, I think, and they are explicit about it later, but it's more implicit that it's like, we don't want to be in the sewer for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where we want to have fun. Like, we don't really enjoy spending time <laughs> underground. Yeah. And yeah, they do say it directly, but it's also cool how often they just show it as well. Yeah, for sure. I want to hear your thoughts on April O'Neil. April O'Neil. This is the first time I've actually liked April. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mind her in the first one, like yeah. the 90s, but I, I haven't liked her in any other movie. So. It's definitely uh, the best April. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I like how how she works in. Also, I like that she's a teenager as well. Mm-hmm. Because, especially because they brought in that romantic element. Yeah. Which is cool that they gave that to Leo instead of Mikey as well. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool twist. Um, but in, in, the, in the recent live action ones... It's weird that Michelangelo keeps flirting with, with April, mm-hmm. and she seems fine with it, because she's, like, twice his age. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's in her 30s, and you're, like, 15, right? Yeah. It's well, like, 15-ish. Yeah. <laughs> However old they want them to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely sound older than 15. That is very true. <laughs> And I liked that April was also going for the reporter thing, but she wasn't all the way there yet. Mm-hmm. And that she tried doing it before and that it didn't work. The puke is excessive. <laughs> but also, I think it's a great joke. Yeah. And oh, I feel like too many movies will take like an internet response to something that happened and overdo it. But I think that the like the TikToks that they showed... Of people like matching clips with the with the puke, I'm like actually that does seem kind of real. Yeah, like people using like we're gonna use this as a sound effect for something else, like a zombie sound effect, and I'm like that actually is what someone would do in yeah. real life. That's true. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I like how her story kind of came full circle, and even how she was just like involved throughout the movie. It's not like I'll tell your story when you guys are done. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm going to help you get here and here and here. Which, actually, I was going to say this for later, but there's a really great fight montage. Oh, my goodness. Where it's the four of them fighting and the camera's on them, rotating around them, and the background changes, but they stay the same. Yeah. And it's just every different spot that they hit taking on people. Well, what was great about that was, this is when they're going to all the different bases, right? Yeah. Yeah. And... Because it keeps matching the frame as the yeah. last one, like changing the turtle, yeah. whatever. 
And but when they go to those bases, you know, when they burst open the doors, it's always like the different a different turtle yeah. in the front leading the charge. It's beautiful. That was just a, a really, really well done fight sequence. Yeah. Like very visually appealing. And oh, and you know, let's go back a little bit. I loved their first fight. Yeah. The fact that they I, well, and like here's something else that hasn't been done before. We see their first fight that they ever yeah. the first time they ever fight another or not another, the first time they fight human beings. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's when Donatello takes a sigh yeah. to the leg, which he instantly recovers from, but it doesn't matter. Don't don't worry about it. No, it was for a joke. It was funny. <laughs> um, and I like how, how like clumsy they are, but also they still get it done. And then they're like, Oh yeah, like we got this. We're <laughs> yeah. good. That was so good. And then after beating them all up, they go to stop the deal from happening or whatever. And they're just terrified because like, oh crap, there's other mutants. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that was so good. Okay, well this is where I was heading. So, great segue. What did you think of the other mutants? I thought they were great. I really like the character designs. Yeah. How like, I mean everything looks weird. But I think that they looked like kind of another level of weird. Yeah. I thought it was great. And something that I thought was nice too was like they're all voiced by pretty famous people. Yeah. But at no point did I ever feel distracted like, oh. It's a celebrity voice. It's definitely you. Now, Seth yeah. Rogen is definitely noticeable. Well, yeah. Cause he but doesn't... it it didn't bother me as much as like hearing him do his laugh as like Pumbaa. In the Lion King, and it's like, um, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, John Cena was Bebop. What? <laughs> I didn't know half of these people were them, and they're like, Paul Rudd? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the credits rolled. That was awesome. And, and that, that's, like, you, you're not listening to me like, oh, I, that, yeah, I think that's John Cena. That, that does sound like him quite a bit. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Um... And so I thought that was great. And, you know, to compare it to, like, other movies that have just come out, like Barbie and Oppenheimer, those casts are stacked. And something I thought was really great about them is that the fact that another famous celebrity shows up isn't distracting. And, I mean, you're not seeing their faces in Ninja Turtles, but you're hearing their voices, and it's not distracting. Yeah. It just sounds like, oh, yeah, that's what they would sound like. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) The most disgusting of the humans would be Baxter Stockman, voiced by Giancarlo Esposito. I didn't actually know who he was voicing, but the second he spoke, I was like, oh yeah, that's Moff Gideon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. When, when he showed up at the beginning of the movie, he like looked down at the fly and it was like a POV shot from the fly. Yeah. And then my buddy just leans over and he goes, look at me, Hector. <laughs> like, oh my gosh so good <laughs> but and, and I thought that it was cool that he had made the ooze and was like kind of doing his own thing and you see kind of like mm-hmm. the mutants that we see later we see them in the canisters and such and we see Superfly buzzing around um and then they're very explicit about the fact that 15 years passed before we see them again. And that's why they're full walking, talking, 
Yep. Humanoid-esque creatures. And, you know, to compare it to Ninja Turtles 2, where they give the ooze to, to two animals, and they're just instantly fully done. I feel like, look, I probably would have enjoyed the movie still if they were done like that. But I appreciate that they actually said that there was time for them to... But it's here, so they're all babies, so they stay babies, right? And then they grow up, so they should all be like 15, but they're all like... No, but it's an older fly, so he's older. Okay, all of the rest of them. The fly was a baby? He was an older fly, and that's why (laughs) he was older. Okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You say he's the most disgusting human. I think the most disgusting human was actually, uh, I think in the final battle, there was... I can't remember which turtle was on the ground of the streets, right? And his mother and her little toddler was like, no, it's a monster. Go away. Like, let's run away. But her baby is ten times scarier than the turtle. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how I feel in real life. (laughs) Babies scare me. (laughs) Um, With that, shifting a little bit here. I really appreciate how clear the Ninja Turtles' desire was. It's like, we just want to be normal, and we legit want to go to high school. Hmm. <laughs> and, like, even when they go into the high school the first time, and no one's there, and they're like, this is the greatest experience of our lives, oh my goodness! Yeah. Th- that's fun, man. Having a good time. Attack on Titan? I don't even know this person, and he's giving me more than everyone ever has. <laughs> I-, I thought of you when that happened. Ugh. <laughs> uh. That was so good. In yeah. fact, just all of that pop cultural stuff was mm-hmm. great, right? Yeah. Uh, Donnie's phone case. He's yeah. he great. He has a purple phone case, right? Because he's purple. You know? Obviously. Donnie's purple and green. So what does he have on his phone case? Evangelion Unit 1, which <laughs> is purple and green. Yeah. Amazing. He also wears a, a JoJo shirt or a sweater. Oh, my God. Donnie. Just taking all the you got You got good taste, my man. <laughs> Your favorite turtle in this one? <laughs> Probably, just because yeah. of that. And he mentions Godzilla. Yeah. They make the Godzilla joke three times in a row, <laughs> and it's amazing every single time. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. good. And what I thought was interesting, and the closest we've had to this is Ninja Turtles 2, when they, they go into the dancing and Vanilla Ice sings them a song, which shows up in this movie... And I freaking loved it. <laughs> uh, but I, I thought it was a cool decision to have the people of New York be like, oh no, you saved us. Like, maybe you guys aren't freaks like we thought you were. Yeah. Well, you, you can hang around. Yeah. And I was like, what an interesting thing, because this hasn't happened before, in the movies at least. I haven't seen the TV shows. But I, I thought that it was a really fascinating that... They're just like, yeah, we're on board with you guys now. Like, you guys can go to school. You can go to high school. Yeah. And hang out. What a neat... (laughs) And it's so simple. Like, I feel like I could have thought of this, but I just never thought that it would happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And then watching it unfold, you're like, hey, this is actually cool. (laughs) I'm liking this. Yeah. Yeah, I had a great time. Definitely. Yeah. A very, very great time of a movie. Big kaiju superfly, you know what? I'm I'm good with it. I like that when they shoot the the anti mutant dart and it hits his foot 
It simply removes one horse from his butt <laughs> and it runs away. That was good. I liked the uh, the humans and the turtles working, or and the mutants, I guess, working together to get that dart into yeah. the Rick and Morty portal on his the back of his neck. No, the the Attack on Titan back of his nape. Again, <laughs> they 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 just they did it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's, it's, is it? It it it's a little bit rough for me. Because that first movie holds such nostalgia because I've seen it like 300 times. But I think this is probably the best and my favorite Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Here's my single complaint. I feel like the they could have done certain exposition scenes better. Like the, the Turtles come back from getting groceries a little bit too late. And Splinter goes, alright boys, you've asked for it. I'm going to tell you the story of how he came to be. And I'm going to tell you the long story. The long version. And then he lays out all the exposition. And I was like, uh, it's helpful for me because now I know what's going on. But but it does perhaps feel a little strange in universe that like Splinter just tells his kids their origin story every couple days as a punishment it's better than torturing them as a punishment that is true (laughs) but I feel like maybe that's where like I enjoyed in that first movie how Splinter like he swings it to April it kind of feels a little more natural if there had been something like that I was fine with it yeah it's not it doesn't ruin the movie for me again I think this is the best and my favorite but and there were a few other moments where they're like, here's exactly what's happening, and here's exactly how this happened. The, the, like- the heist at the beginning of the movie or whatever, when they're like, oh my goodness, we only have three minutes left to steal the truck with the nuclear device that Superfly wants. I'm like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about this on air or off air, but we, we were saying that we weren't sure if they had confirmed that they were doing sequels or not, uh, they're absolutely they doing yeah. a sequel. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's cool that you're keeping... I'm fine with them bringing Shredder back, especially in this world where I feel like it's probably going to be the best version of Shredder that we've seen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not. There's not a lot of competition yeah. there. Um, they're, they're doing the Dark Knight thing where they have the best villain for the second movie. Yeah. I'm ready for it, man. Yeah. And and look, there's too many sequels in Hollywood. But this is, like, there's so much Ninja Turtles to tell. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do a few. If we get to, like, six, then I'll be like, all right, we should start thinking about wrapping this up. If we get to four, <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the uh-oh. <laughs> Not number four. <laughs> but, uh, but... And again, I don't know if I if I heard this or if I'm just trying to manifest it, but I would be fine with a really great Ninja Turtles animated trilogy. That's what I was saying. The credits rolled, and I I turned to my buddy. I was like, they should do three. Yeah. And Shredder be the final villain, and then the end credit scene happened. I'm like, okay, they should do three, <laughs> and Shredder be the second villain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd also I I'd, I'd really really like to see how they do Casey Jones in this universe. Because it will be better. <laughs> he's gonna do something. 
Hopefully. Which is more than most of the movies can say. <laughs> uh, I mean, even in the, the first one, he's not the most useful person. He does. He is the one to kill Shredder. Kill with, with kill, quoted fingers. Kill, yeah, kill yeah. Shredder. <laughs> I guess. And he beats the crap out of Raph and a bunch of the foot. It's definitely the movie where he does the most. Yeah. Except maybe TMNT. Uh, but that's more implied. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really excited for the next one. I was really, really happy with this one. And I feel like I had pretty high expectations going in, so the fact that I still enjoyed it as much as I did, that just, I think it's a statement of this was actually really well done. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Something I'll say is, every time the turtles take off in anything, their masks, it's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. This one, not so much. It, it, it's really it, weird. It's a little strange, but it's, <laughs> it's not weird. Scary. But it's like, it's the least weird of all of them that we've seen. Like the the live action ones with like the CG turtles. Yeah. The, the bay turtles, as we like to say. Mikey takes off his mask. I'm like, ah, oh, put it back on. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. This one actually is kind of funny because I said on the podcast before we saw this that each movie I've had a different favorite turtle. Yeah. Like the 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 '90s ones, Mikey was my favorite. Mm-hmm. The animated one, Leo was my favorite, and then the Bay ones, Ralph was my favorite, and then this one. Donnie was my favorite. It's like, wow, what? What a well-rounded circle. <laughs> like, how? How did that happen? Oh, yeah. I almost forgot to just... Uh, Mikey's my favorite, just in all of them. Nice. He just, he just speaks to me on a spiritual level. You know? <laughs> uh, I can't believe I almost forgot this. we got to do our rankings. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. <laughs> you want to go first or me go first? You can go first. All right, bottom to top. <clears throat> how do I feel this here? Uh, I'm going to blow your mind, and at the bottom... I'm actually going to put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. I think, oh, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Uh, and then at second from the bottom, I'm going to put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Mm. Although, I feel like if I came back to this in a few months, those two could be interchangeable. So with 3-2... Then I'm gonna go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014, or the first Bay Turtles, if you will. Then Out of the Shadows, the second Bay Turtles. On top of that, then I'm gonna go TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie 1990, and then Mutant Mayhem. Nice. That was all of them, right? Yep. I think so. Three, two, two, one, animated. <laughs> one, other animated. Yep. I think that's good. What do you got here? Okay. Um, so at the bottom, I'm going to put, uh, I'd say, it's difficult. I'm just going to say Out of the Shadows. That's my least favorite. I'm sorry. I'm actually not sorry. I didn't like it. Alright, then Turtles in Time, because it was interesting. Uh, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. You know? Those are the three that I don't really like. 
And then next up, we have the the first Bay Turtles. Yeah. 2014. And that's the one that I like. And then TMNT. Yeah. Next, of course. I really like it. Then the 90s, the first one. Yeah. Love it. And then Mutant Mayhem. Also love it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very close. You just... We are very close. <laughs> put one on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's our rankings. And thank you, listener, for listening to us ramble about TMNT. Uh, in two weeks, we have a bit of a, a different episode because we, we couldn't find anything relevant to talk about. Uh, so we've come up with a a different topic. It's a more general, movies in general topic that we'll be discussing. It's our, our filler episode. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> uh, so in order to find out what that is, you can come back in two weeks to, to discover that for yourselves. Uh, but in the meantime, Luke, why don't you hit us with enough? All right. Well, there's literally no other way to end this episode. So we'll see you next time. Until then, cowabunga. Hey, thanks, Luke. And thank you, listener, for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to keep up with us and the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, or X, if you will, at Pod Screen Time to see some quick thoughts of ours regarding movies or shows. You can also follow us on Instagram, again, at Pod Screen Time, to see when our episodes drop and any extra visuals that we want to show off. You can also catch up with both of us individually on Letterboxd to catch our thoughts and reviews on the movies that we watch. You can find me at The Shininator, and you can find Luke at Shin Glassman. If you want to hear more of Luke, feel free to check out his other podcast, Toku Talk Radio, where he discusses tokusatsu and anime with his sister Hannah. And if you want even more of Luke, who can blame you, you can take yourself over to his YouTube channel, Shin Glassman, where you can watch his videos that range from reviews to tier lists. They really are a blast. Links to all these things are in the description of this episode, so head there to find those and stay connected with us. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.